Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favourite programme. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong Hee is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cdradio.sg. Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi, Ben. Good to be on the show again. Mm. And today, I'm having uh, iced coffee. Oh, iced coffee. Okay, I Pastor. I prefer hot, piping hot coffee. So, I got a question, Pastor. This is the how many cup today? Could it be one or two? Second, second cup, second cup. Uh, but I'm, I'm drinking dark roast, so, you know, it's, it's very thick. So, it feels like I'm, every cup is um, quadruple shot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Pastor. I, 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 I've got a, a very, um, I don't know how you would see this as if, if this is a heavy topic, but uh, let's see how this goes. The person has asked, uh, kindly asked to remain as anonymous. And the person yeah. wrote us, connect at cityradio.sg. And of yes. course, uh, this says, hi, Pastor and Bernard. I'm so glad Coffee with Kong is back. I've always <laughs> looked forward to the godly wisdom discussed and expressed during this show. I have a question, especially after many lessons of church-wide Bible study on the book of Revelations. All right. Wow. How do we live out unity in the global church whilst being discerning regarding doctrines? Now, he elaborates. We all aim to love and serve Jesus and love and serve people. Should we withhold speaking out against certain wrong doctrines for the sake of unity. I'm aware that knowledge of correct doctrine should never become a source of pride and should never be used to beat others down. But with unity an issue that's increasingly in the forefront, and since the Bible talks about church unity, like in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10 and John 17 verse 21, how do we balance between unity and correct doctrine. Thank you and please keep me anonymous. Now pastor, I know that I look at your face, I know that you have an answer. I know that you you have answers but I'm going to ask a question. Is this a hot seat question? Hot seat or not? This is this is a pseudo hot seat. It's a lukewarm seat. <laughs> it's quite hot but it's, it's not sizzling hot. Okay. 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 So pastor, I mean how but do we balance? I think, I think it's a very good question. It's a very good question. Uh, this person wrote in anonymous and uh, so how do we answer this? I think this is a case where you got to answer it in terms of you look at it from a few angles first of all 
uh, I think truth is very important. We should never sacrifice truth in the name of love. God is a God of love. He's a God of holiness. He's also a God of truth. So Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. The better your truth is, the greater will be your life and uh, the smoother will be your, your way. You know, so so truth is the fulcrum and the center of everything. We must walk in the light as he is in the light. So, for example, I, if somebody say Jesus is not Lord, I cannot say, well, in order to have unity with you, I accept what you say. Correct? Wow, I mean, yeah. you, you, you can't say that, right? So, but yet we must handle truth with care. Knowledge gives us power, but knowledge can also cause us to puff up to be puffed up, to be proud, to become presumptuous, to become condemning and judgmental. So what we need to do is that we got to balance the two. So the Bible says in Ephesians that you got to speak the truth, but in love. Mm -hmm. Right? And faith is very important. What we believe is important, but faith works through love. And the end of all instruction, the end of all knowledge, Paul told Timothy, is so that we can have love. So at the end of the day, all the truth that we have must make us love God more and love people more. Okay, so that is the background. Yes. How do we handle the thing on unity? I think unity is very important. And here is where uh, you got to know how to properly uh, uh, deal with the context of the unity. For example, Unity within the church, a uh, local church, is quite different from unity within the body of Christ. Mm. Uh, in our church, we are a charismatic Pentecostal church, so we speak in tongues. But when I uh, get involved in inter-church events, and many of the churches do not uh, speak in tongues or believe that tongues is for today. Yeah, so uh, when I join inter-church events, I don't speak in tongues for the sake of unity, so that we can work together, so that my speaking in tongues will not be a means of others feeling uncomfortable, right? Yes. So so this is where, when especially where it comes to uh, the, you know, the saying that uh, in essentials, we have unity, in non-essentials, we have liberty, but in all things, we have charity. Mm. I think that phrase, that phrase works, especially for inter-church events. So if I'm working with um, people from various denominations, Anglicans, uh, uh, Baptists, uh, Assemblies of God, Lutherans, Presbyterian, then I let's uh, let's focus on things that unite us than things that divide, divide us. us. Mm. Yeah. But when when it comes to the local church, it's quite different now. Because, for example, Paul wrote to first to the Corinthians, First Corinthians one verse ten, that uh, anonymous quoted, and Paul was pleading with the church. He says, I, "I plead with you, speak the same thing. Let there be no division." And to him, no division means what? You speak the same thing. You have the same mind. That means you think the same way, and you have the same judgment. That means you make decisions of the same paradigm. That means you see things, you decide things the same way. Mm. Now in a local church, how, how, how is a local church going to function if everybody has differences in doctrines? Mm. Right, right. So 
as much as possible, there must be the same way of thinking, the same way of speaking, the same way of viewing things as much as possible in a local church. So when I started out in ministry, uh, Bernard, I, I was one of the best things that was said to me was by my uh, a good friend of mine, Pastor George Ong. He has gone home to be with the Lord. Mm. But Pastor George always said this to me, say, Kong, the church is like a family. And that is true. The church is like a family. Yeah, amen. So every local church is a local family. Now, as a, as a family, I cannot decide, I can't decide what other families would love and eat, what kind of dishes that they like. But in my own family, I, I should let everybody know uh, what I do like and w- what is what we eat. Yeah, I cannot dictate other family, but at least in my own family, we should all share the same meals together. We eat at the same time at the same table. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how are we going to have family unity? Yeah. Otherwise, how are we going to love one another within our own family? But of course, when I work with other families in the neighborhood, then we got to find our common denominator. Maybe say, for example, in my own family, we all happen to eat at nine o'clock every night. Now, if I want to have a co- community event in the neighborhood, I cannot make everybody have dinner at nine o'clock because that's not, that's not the norm for others. Okay. So we find common ground, right? Yes. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. No, correct. Let's say, let's say for my family, we eat, uh, we eat anything. We eat beef, we eat pork. But then, when I go to a neighborhood community event, in a com- you know, there could be other Buddhists and other Hindus who are vegetarian and Buddhists who uh, may not eat uh, beef, beef. And in uh, Muslim families, they may not eat f- uh, pork, for example. I can't be respectful. Then we work on something that is that we can all accept. Yeah, fish, chicken, fish. Maybe yeah, a chicken, or maybe make sure I have enough vegetarian stuff. So we got to find a common common. So in the, we try to find love and charity in the body of Christ as much as we can. Mm. Yeah, but in the local church, it's quite a different setting. So when it comes to as I, now I speak as a as the for City Harvest Church. Yes, I feel that 30 years as a church, uh, we should at least know what we believe and why we believe what we believe. Yeah. 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 And so that is why we have a lot of Bible studies because we want to clarify. It's time for us to clarify our issues because our worldviews, how we believe what we believe affects our Christian worldview, affect how we do life and how we do ministry. Yeah. Makes sense, oh. right? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And so, in the early days, when when our church was in our first 10 years, I mean, everyone is very young. <laughs> Most of them are teenagers. Of mm. course, I was stricter. You know, just like in a normal family, when your kids are small, you say, okay, everybody eat this, eat that. <laughs> mm. you, you you know, nobody decides, right? You yeah. know, and... But then, the older you get at, in the home, you give them independence. You give them... Uh, they can decide what they want to eat. And yeah all that so uh, you today you know we still have thousands of young people in our church thousands upon thousands upon thousands uh, I, I cannot 
I cannot tell them what to believe. Uh, like, don't don't go and click onto their website. Don't listen to this author, because that's the surest way they're going to click on their website and read that author. <laughs> and also, in this generation now, they they are taught to question everything. Yeah. And that by questioning is not being disrespectful. Yes. It's a way of learning. It's the way of deciding. And I think it could be a good thing. Yes. So what happens if we have if we have uh, members in our church that disagree with what the the church's official doctrine is? I think we should we should love. We should we should be loving. We should trust the Holy Spirit to lead all of us in the unity of the truth. And we should just just keep loving and pray for the person. Yeah. It's just like in a family, right? I mean, when when everyone's is a kid, you know, when everyone are kids, you're able to make everybody eat at the same time, sit at the same table, don't talk, eat, finish up your food, finish your veg. But you can't do that when somebody is older, coming uh, or when someone is already married and staying in the same house. Mm. You gotta give it back, right? And if the person doesn't want to eat the same food, let's say you have a a sibling, a elder brother, a elder sister, I don't want to eat at the same table with you. But they are still living under the same roof. What do you do? You still love the person, right? Yes. Because he's still your brother. He's still your sister. You still accept and you pray. Yeah. So when Jesus looks down from heaven and he looks at all of us, his children, and we all may hold different shades of beliefs in the doctrines, as long as it's not against the core beliefs. Yeah. He loves us all the same. He loves us. So I think we, sh- we should love one another with the love of Jesus Christ. So we must at all times strive to have unity. But in the same local church, we this is where 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10 is important. We yeah. must try our best to let there have no division. And by having no division means we speak the same thing. We be in the same mind and in the same judgment to the best that we can. But if yeah. we can't, love triumph over all. Wow, Pastor, what a good answer. I think as, even as you were explaining and, and saying things about being in the family and okay, I have to honestly tell you, Pastor, history about Bernard, right? At one point in time, I was quite the rebellious child, okay? It was really bad. It was really bad. You mean one point in time? One point in time. Now is no, now is. Well, it's a nice guy, you know. It's a different, different kind of guy. Okay, I'm going to be unity with you on this. Yes, faster. And then I, I was so I was so naughty, I was so rebellious, so bad that at that point in time, my mother just you know yeah there wasn't a my mother just loved me, loved me so much. There was one night I was going to go out for a pack of smokes, you know, and then my mom looked at me at the door and said, "How many packs do you smoke a day?" So I lied, lah. Point blank, I said five sticks. Actually, it's like two packs, right? Two packs. <laughs> I said five sticks. Like I lied to her point blank, and then my mother just stood at the door and she said, "Don't smoke so much. You know, it's bad for your health." She didn't scold me. She didn't shout at me, and she really loved me. That night, really? Pastor, I quit. I quit. Wow. Yeah, and I never, I never turned back ever again, because wow. because that that love that I felt that that love took over. So, Pastor, as you were saying this, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Love. Love, all love is the most important thing. Love is the most important thing, and so for all the viewers that are listening, especially those that are joining me in uh, my Bible study program or any Bible study for that matter, I think 
knowledge is a powerful thing. Yeah. We should get all the knowledge and gain as much as and understand God to the best of our abilities. But the end of all the knowledge is to make us a more loving person, to, to make us more loving people, not more condemning or judgmental. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. Amen. Yeah. I really like what Anonymous quoted in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, that you will be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cdradio.sg. Connect at cdradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At PS Kong Hee. At PS Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.